0: Every once in a while, someone will send me an idea or a thought or a story about what we might be able to talk about here on Starting Right, and I really enjoy getting those things, and very soon you're going to all be able to have more of an opportunity to do that through our website, which is just about ready to be opened right up for you. Last week, I received this one in an email. It was called, Opinion from a Judge, and immediately I was intrigued. But quite honestly, the first thing I did was check the Snopes website about the article. Snopes is a place where they check out the validity of stories, these urban myths and ideas and stories that are going around, and they're trying to find out the accuracy of what's behind them. They're doing pretty hard on those stories that have no factual background. Well, Snopes gave this story the thumbs up, saying that, yes, it is an accurate story. So after all that, let me share it with you, because I think it will surprise you. Judge Keith Elber lives in California. Back in 1954, he was in law school at Napa College. One of the classes he took was political science, and in his textbook in 1954, there was a page that essentially outlined steps to overturn democracy. You may find these nine steps uh, somewhat interesting. Number one, divide the nation philosophically. Number two, foment racial strife. Number three, cause distrust of police authority. Number four, swarm the nation's borders indiscriminately and unconstitutionally. Number five, engender the military strength to weaken it. Number six, overburden citizens with more unfair taxation. Number seven, encourage civil rioting and discourage accountability for all crime. Number eight, control all balloting. Number nine, control all media. In 2021, Albert became concerned about what he was seeing happen in the country. So he took this information from his 1954 textbook and put it in a letter to the local newspaper. When Snopes interviewed him later, they asked him if he had anything he wanted to add regarding the letter. He said, At the time I read the steps to overturn a democracy back in 1954, I thought that could never happen, that it would be a nightmare, and it would be disastrous for this country if it ever did happen. Years later, when it was happening, the attempt to achieve those goals was a reality, I became very alarmed. I've pretty much dedicated my life to the justice system and laws. I was a bench officer for 25 years in the Supreme Court, and I've been interviewed by many news people. I don't know. I just feel that the current state of the country is a very sad commentary on the public being so dumb. When asked about his politics, Albert said, I don't have any comment about politics. It's not my specialty, and so I don't say anything about it. I'm like Voltaire. I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend your right to say it. That's an interesting story that speaks so clearly about what's happening in our world right now. I guess it really shouldn't surprise us. God told us it was going to happen, but he also gave a warning to people who would call bad things good and good things bad. In Isaiah chapter 5 verses 20 and 21, the Bible says, How terrible it will be for people who call good things bad and bad things good, who think darkness is light and light is darkness, who think sour is sweet and sweet is sour. How terrible it will be for people who think they are wise and believe they are clever. It seems like our world is going crazy, and yeah, it probably is. But even in the middle of this craziness, there's no need for us to feel overwhelmed or defeated because we have the promise of God's presence in our lives. And he will give you strength and wisdom and understanding to know how to deal with every situation we face, everything that we come across. When we're dealing with people who think that right is wrong and wrong is right and that things are dark when things are light, when it appears that nobody is making sense, it's okay. God is still God, and he is still with us, and we still have the hope that there is in Christ. God is not in his heaven fretting over what's happening. His desire is for us to have life to the full and a life full of joy and peace. And that's what he gives us in the midst of it all. We need to be aware of what's going on around us. We need to be very aware of it. But we also can know that in the midst of what's going on, God is our God of peace and strength, and He is here for us. I hope you have a great day, my friends. We will talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.